What's up? It's the number one food trapper, Chef Millie, and you're listening to Lauren Reed Live on What Ice Radio. It's just a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, Hey, it's your girl, Lauren Reed, and you are now locked into Lauren Reed Live, right here on What Ice Radio, the show where you get a little scoop of everything. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OZ. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. Ho! What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Jay the Gentleman, and you're listening to Lauren Reed Live on Water Ice Radio, powered by waterice.com. Your scoop to everything in Philly. Now let's go. Hey everybody, it's your girl Lauren Reed right here on the Lauren Reed Live Show. It's Tuesday. Hey, hey everybody. Tuesday. We are back. It's been a long hey! <laughs> It's lit. <laughs> Finally! Yo, I'm so excited about that. I did some stuff over the my trip in Texas. Thank you. I appreciate that so absolutely, much. Absolutely, absolutely. No one just <laughs> so excited about the sound effects jay yo i appreciate you i'm i'm the same yo same. how was vacation uh texas was great good shout out to everybody in texas shout out to my boy javier got married um nice. saw all our family friends yep, ate yep, a yep. lot drank a lot partied Partied a lot. yeah it was good how was your little, little my vacation was fine you know florida fine, getaway fine, did you did you avoid florida florida man and for florida team while you were down yes, there? Yes, I did. Okay, good. All right. You know, did a little poolside. Not nothing real, real crazy, but just like something real simple. But it was good to be away from home. But the weather was wonderful. Yeah, yeah. The situation was. was crazy. I bet. So it was just a really good time. Nice. But I'm guess excited. what? It's a good time to be home. It's a lot of good stuff going on right now. Yes, there is. For sure. First up, shout out to the Sixers right now. What is this, game four tonight? What game? No. Game five, five tonight. They're about to close this thing out. Yes, they are. When this last game, uh, get uh, who are we playing again? The Heat. The Heat out of here. <laughs> I got more. <laughs> you got a bunch of them? Yeah, no. oh, I got okay. a couple. He got a couple for tonight, you yeah. guys. So the Sixers about to get the Heat out of here. Actually, the game starts actually right now. So yep. I know you guys are conflicted whether you guys should be listening to us or the game. Yeah. But you can do both. You can definitely do both. You definitely do both, all right? So, but we have to say welcome home. To Philly's own, the man of the hour, Mr. Meek Mill. Whoa, he's back. 
He's he is back. Bail. It's been a, a long six months, I believe, it's been back and forth. <laughs> but we're going to talk about that in the Ratchet recap for sure. That's crazy. Because they have been treating that man Ratchet, right? Yes. All right. So basically, everybody, we want your comments and questions or anything for tonight. Make sure you throw them in on our uh, Facebook Live page. Also, check us out on waterice.com. We are your scoop to everything Philly on our IG page and also on SoundCloud and better yet on YouTube. So make sure you guys check it out there. Absolutely. You ready, Jay? Let's do it. All right. So tonight we have a really amazing guest coming on. He is also a Philly native. Yes, he is. He also is one of the top four of season 14 of Hell's Kitchen. Yep. Mr. Chef. Millie Chef from Millie Philly from Philly is coming through tonight. Very, very dope. We're very, very dope. We're really excited that he's coming through. So tonight we did a little bit of a different playlist. We got some uh, songs that got some ingredients involved in it. I like it. Mixed in with a little bit of Meek Mills because Meek is home, y'all. Yes. So really quick, let's start off with our first song, which belongs to Mr. D'Angelo. Okay. Yep. And with Brown Sugar. Actually, also from Philly. Also from Philly. Yeah. No, but D'Angelo's not from Philly. He's not. He said, I met this girl, met her in Philly, and her name was Brown Sugar. Yeah. I don't think he's from Philly, though. But he, I think I he's from he New was. York. I thought he was. We'll fact check that. All right. And then when we come back, we're jumping right into the Ratchet recap because there's a lot of Ratchet stuff going on. I have a whole <laughs> segment tonight called Racism in America. Whoa. Because it's like a ton of stuff going on. All right, everybody, you already know what it is. It's he's from girl. Virginia. Virginia? Okay. Yeah, got it. All right, everybody, you already know what it is. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What Ice Radio. You guys don't go nowhere. Why would you? Stay right there. Hey, everybody, it's your girl, Lauren Reed, and I got my boy, Jada Gentleman, yeah, here with yeah. me. And we are about to pay some bills, everybody. That's right. First off, shout out to Samsung Technologies. They provided us with equipment for our post and pre-production needs. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And then we have the new Stand Association of Philadelphia. They have over 50 screens across Center City with our show playing on it exclusively. So thank you to them. Yes, yes. And last but certainly not least, we got Boom 103.9 Philly. Boom. Thank you very much. We are on their website. You can check us out. Go to the top of the website. Hit the website exclusives. All that good stuff. We got our amazing content, and we got more coming up, so please stay tuned. Yeah, guys, we're going back to the show right now. Don't go anywhere. And we're back, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What A Ice Radio. Yeah, man. The city is lit right now. <laughs> yeah, it is. Bring your face. <laughs> yeah. The city is lit right now. I'm just going through my timeline. Meek is in the uh, locker room at the Sixers game, getting a cut, getting feeling a like shower. Feeling like 02. It's feeling like 2001, 2002, Philly. We're Iverson. like we're at the universe center of the universe. Yes. Like it's crazy right it's now. It's a good feeling right now. And but you know what we about to do right now is jump into the ratchet recap. Ratchet recap. The ratchet recap is a part of the show where we talk about anything and everything that is ratchet. So it could be politics. It could be sports. Which it is. Yeah. Yep. Um, it could be celebrity gossip. It could be local news. It could be trending topics. And it could be about you. With your ratchet, ratchet ass. ass. Right? I'm going to do this all fucking night. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get myself prepared. All right, I'll take a break. All right. Psych. So um, <laughs> let's just get it started right now. So Meek Mill makes bail, everybody. No, I don't think anyone saw this coming. It kind of came out of nowhere. It definitely came out of nowhere. So earlier today, I saw the first post from his sister saying my brother finally got mm. bail. And then it kind of like just spiraled out of control. Everyone's yeah. posting it. Um, apparently, 
they ordered the, the judge to immediately whoa um kind of like basically release him or whatever right. i mean they knew he was gonna be able to make bail right yeah of course so um he was out by five o'clock yeah chopper went to go get him so apparently so here's how it goes so the owner of the sixers what's his name Michael Rubin. Michael Rubin and Kevin Hart had actually just went to go visit him. Right. Went up to Chester to go visit him. And on their way back down, they got a call like, yo, they're releasing him. They turned back around. Oh, I didn't know all that. Turned back around to go. He was like, I'm going on my way back to go get him or whatever. Wow. Came out there with a chopper. Damn. When you're a billionaire, you could do that type of shit. Yeah, that's dope. Picked him up in the chopper. Took him back to the, to the directly to the Wells Fargo Center. Mm-hmm. Right. Straight to the game, showered him up real quick. Got a cut in the back. Kevin yeah, Hart. And, I mean, it's just all love in the building right now. That's yeah, crazy. So I heard he's gonna ring the bell. I don't know if the game started because we're doing this right now. So if anyone has is watching the game, yeah, let, let us, us know. Did Meek ring the bell tonight? I That's swear, crazy. if I was watching, I might have had shed a little tear. And you know, they have to play. They gotta play Dreams and Nightmares tonight, right? Yeah, they have to. The intro. It's only right. Yeah, they have to. I'm excited for the city right now. So this is what I wanted to say. Like, of course, I had put something on my timeline about it on my on my personal Facebook page. Uh-huh. And immediately the haters start going rolling in like, oh, it's not true. No, it's true. I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. Like, why are you going? First of all, don't doubt me. Okay. <laughs> I do my fact checks right. before I post shit up. Right. Right. And then it's like, yo, his whole docket is it's, it's public record. It's out there. Like, right. You can you can see it. And it's like then people are back and forth. Then you see people all the time. Like, oh, I hope you, you uh, you root for your your family members that are still incarcerated. Like y'all root for me. Like why can't people just have a moment? Can we just, yeah, yeah. And if I did, I would. <laughs> so I don't have any. I mean, luckily right now I don't have any family members. I'm, I don't have any family members in jail, right? Right. So I don't have to free them. Right. And I also am not freeing people who don't deserve to be free. And in this particular situation, like, come on, y'all, let's just stop acting like that. His pro- the him violating his probation was unjust. Very just, much so. Come on, yo, like, let's just like chill, like, just get his gives man his credit. You know what I'm trying to say? And I feel like he wasn't in there like wilding, sending out crazy messages, like you know, you know what I mean. Right. Like I felt like he was sending like a positive message out, like I'm keeping my head up. Thank you guys for all the support. Shout out to Rock Nation, yo. Yeah. Rock Nation put a lot behind this movement Definitely of did. getting Meek um, out of jail. Um, shout out to his legal team; they did a really good job as well. But can I just say this? What's up? Why does every? Why do some people, the naysayers, basically? have to be like oh well y'all wasn't doing that for such and such when they were in jail um y'all didn't y'all didn't march for mumia first of all people did march for mumia mm-hmm. that's number one and they did protest for mumia that you know what i'm trying to well, say clearly, clearly but it's also a different time right and it's a different generation of people who are excited about this right and let's be clear about something what if it took me to get someone to learn the justice the justice right. system to be able to stand for it like why can't we just be okay with that? That's what I was, that's what I was about to say. Like he's he's a big enough uh, public figure for people to, and he even says it in his in his um in his post. He was like, I know there's millions of people just like me who are who you know are victims of an unjust ju- uh, justice system. Yeah, and I'm going to work on and like being and somebody's got to be that person. You know what I mean? We're not you know like I mean they are right in the, in the fact that you know um, there are other people that are you know going through this the same. But because this person's a public figure and he has that platform, like, why not? Like, let, like, why not? You know what I mean? Like, like, 
sometimes you gotta pick your battles in a sense. And maybe this is something that's gonna, op- like you said, open your eye, open people's eyes to what Absolutely. is really going on. Absolutely, and what's really going on, and like, let people be great. You know what I'm trying to say? Right. Like, I just don't think it always has to be an argument. Now, if if Meek was in there on some, he got caught trafficking drugs. Right. I would be like, all right, he drawing. Right. You know what I'm trying to say? But, right. like, clearly this is not the case. Not at all. I watched an interview on The Breakfast Club with his lawyer about how it's very much so true that the judge asked him to do the remix of the Boys and Men song. Right. And, like... When you said that, I thought... I, 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 it's still unbelievable to me. And people were kind of sort of... They were kind of like... They didn't know what to do when when that happened. They kind of were like, uh... That's, like, unheard of. Like, it is really, like, completely, like, unheard of. So they didn't know kind of sort of, like, what do I do next? Like, you know what I mean? And the team had to get together and kind of, like, they they knew. He said they knew at that point that this was a different animal. I just feel like that alone, she just got that judge fired or whatever the kid, this bard. I don't know what you call it. Like, that's crazy. Put me on a mixtape. Like, shot me on a mixtape. another point that he made that was. She's being investigated by the FBI. Why is she still allowed to sit on the trial? That's crazy. Doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. None of it makes sense. So it brings light to some stuff that doesn't make sense. And it may be that someone now is going to be like, yo, I didn't really care about the justice system anymore. But this like this situation made me want to be more educated. Right. Wanted me to take a stand for not just me, but for other people. And why can't we just let that be that? It can't always be, be well, where were y'all when? Or y'all wasn't doing this like Sometimes it takes something different for people to take a stand with different right. things. I get it. That's I get it. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So again, shout out to Meek for being home. I mean, especially for his family. You know, I mean, his son. Mm-hmm. Like the last uh the last court that they had, and, they, and people were at the rally. His mm-hmm. son was there holding a picture of his dad. You know what I'm trying to yeah. say? So shout out to his family that gets to see Meek again. And I hope that the, now I will say this: Meek chill. Right. Just, just relax. Relax, chill. Matter of fact, just, just live in the studio. Just, just go live in oh, the studio. Oh, this shit definitely bring on some fire, right? Just live in the studio. Don't do nothing. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna celebrate, celebrate. Yeah, I mean, like celebrate your family. Like he, he like he, you he don't need to, need to do be out most. no bo- popping bottles right. nowhere. And if you matter going, of fact, after after the game, just go home. And if you are <laughs> going to do it, do that shit in private. Right. Collect phones at the door. Right. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, right. just have a. Tell your boys, like, yo, just someone go grab me a cheesesteak from Max's. Bring right. it back to the crib. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it's a shorty, I want to go grab. You know what I mean? Sh- no, but not even no random. Ch- yo, go pop something that, that you know is is down. Right. You know what I'm trying knows to say? Knows the deal. Knows the deal. And just chill. Mm-hmm. Spend the next couple of months with your kid. Kids, go go home. Actually, does he have a studio in his crib? He should. I'm sure he, he does. Should. He should. He just And I'm sure he lives out. I'm sure he lives somewhere out on the outskirts somewhere. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Just go chill. Yeah, yeah. You can have everybody bring whatever you want to. How, how, how great of, how great that it kind of is, like the city's on fire. Like, don't go back. <laughs> like, don't go back. Because it's going to be like, that's, like, that's going to be the biggest L like that he's ever taken. If he no one back. will ever be able to look at, like, nah. not after all these rallies and stuff. You know? Yeah. But guess what? Guess one thing for sure, two things for certain. The boss, Rock Nation. It's definitely like, listen here, nigga. Mike. <laughs> Sixers, Mike, Michael Rubin, he's like, Michael Rubin, he's like, yo. Listen here, yeah. we still got, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm one way or other, this is a conversation that's going to be had. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, yo, we want to chill for a minute, right? Matter of fact, just go hang out with Jay, like, and be, just kick it. I mean, he probably not out of the lead of state, but, but you know what I'm trying to say? Like, just chill. You, now I know six months is, is, is very short compared to some other 
since, since, since two yeah. to four that you could have been doing. Right. But still, it was definitely a humbling experience. Absolutely. For you. But again, uh, you know, all blessings to Meek and his family right now. It's a really good time for them. It's a really good time for the city. It's a, it, it feels really good. All right, everybody, moving on. Moving on. Don't usually like to be this heavy. Right. Some of these things are just too, like, this past couple of weeks, don't get me wrong. It's there all the time, right? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. We've been doing the Ratchet Recap for a long time, and there's a lot of stories that we've covered that are going to be talking about right now that has to do but with But this it. stuff is just coming like this. It's like almost like they out here just bow, 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 care. bow. Yeah. They don't care. So I like to call this Ratchet Recap Racism in America it Edition. It still exist. Def Kim Zosiak from uh, Housewives of Atlanta, racism bitch, definitely re- exists. Definitely. She said that racism was bullshit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's why you're a reality star. Right. You mean nothing. Right. But anyway, um, I guess I mean. So we talked about this on the, at the ladies' first brunch. We talked about the Starbucks situation. So mm. no real need to kind of sort of rehash that. But mm-hmm. everyone knows that the two young men mm-hmm. at the Starbucks got arrested mm-hmm. for being basically black at Starbucks. Right, for chilling. Uh, for chilling at Starbucks. And chilling you know, out, now, maxing, relaxing, all cool. Right. About to have a real estate meeting. Right. You know. About to change lives and trying shit. Trying to do good things in the world. Right. In the Whatever. community as young black men. Yeah, got Great. it. Great. Um, now, Starbucks is completely changing their tune. They're about to do like a day where they shut down all the Starbucks in the country yeah. to do like a training and all that stuff like that. Yeah. So. I, I, I didn't realize that you had to train about racial bias, but apparently that you do, whatever. Yeah, you do. They just put out this whack as uh, advertisement of a black hand and a white hand, like shaking hands with nah. each other. And like our bathrooms and Wi-Fi is open to everyone. No, it's not. Okay. Well, <laughs> apparently not. Shout well, out to Philly. So because of be, be, after that, there's a slew of several things that happened. Yeah. One in which I forgot where this was. I think it was in. Alabama or Tennessee, but black women were uh, the cops were calling them because they were golfing. Okay. Believe it or not, a group of white men called the cops on a group of black women at a golf course somewhere down south because they were golfing too slow. They called the cops. They called the cops. That's some bullshit. The cops came out. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. Shut the fuck. Get the fuck out of here. That's crazy. Golfing while black. That's crazy. I'm not. Do I even have to go? No. Okay. Move on. All right. Then I would just like to see that how that how that arc, how that confrontation went with the cops. It was like, uh, we're gonna arrest you for golfing too slow. I mean, there is there is like a, a um kind of like a code on the golf course. I know nothing about golf. So basically, like when when you're when you are golfing and you're doing the you know the, the, the full 18 nine holes whatever, um, there is a code where you have to kind of like you know speed up the ramp not necessarily speed up but like not lollygag too much gotcha. you know what i mean but not enough to where you call the cops like it's one of those things like they call the the shop manager the club manager be like yo y'all gotta speed it up gotcha they don't have to go to the cops that's some bullshit they call the cops that's crazy okay all right just want to get that out there they it's like an unwritten code it's not even like rule it's, it's kind of like one of those things like you gotta speed the play but gotcha. that's stupid all right so moving on from that then and I don't know if you guys have seen this um, recently, but the cops in Alabama at a, a Waffle House tackled uh, an African-American woman and exposed her while trying to arrest her. Now, here's the story on Wait, that. Really. What? Oh, you haven't seen the footage? 
I'll show you on the break. So there was two separate Waffle House things that happened? Yes, sir. What? So this happened um, in Alabama. Uh, there were girls uh, late at night at a Waffle House where usually people go to Waffle House. Mm-hmm. They were not intoxicated. Um, and apparently there was a question about the bill. Mm-hmm. The waitress got unruly with them, so they kind of were bantering back and forth with each other. They called the cops. The cops come out, and they are trying to arrest this young lady. And she's like, but what did I do? Why, why are you trying to arrest me? They literally, she's in the chair. They take her and go like this. They, like, sumoplex her. What? Out of the chair. She had a tube top dress on. Uh-huh. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm about to break your arm. That's what I'm doing. But she wasn't resisting. Right. They pull her to kind of like turn her yeah. over, but they pull her by her dress. Her entire breasts wow. are exposed. They never try to pull her dress up. There's two men on top of her at this point now. That's so excessive. And knowing that they're being recorded. Like they don't give a shit. They don't. But here's the, the insult to injury of all of this. Waffle House has now come out and stated that they've done nothing wrong in calling the cops, nor did the cops do anything wrong in this situation. Of course. I'm good on Waffle House. Right. Check. Right. I'm so good. I mean, that's Alabama, man. Moving on (sighs) to another Waffle House incident. This is in Nashville. This is in Nashville. Unfortunately, four people lost their lives because... um, a killer came a in, killer and, killed came in and killed people because he's a murderer. Right. Right. A um, terrorist. We'll just call him terrorists. We'll call him correct because yeah. they don't want to. They don't want to label them terrorists. No, we'll, go, we'll call him terrorists. He got away. Right. He Even though he was ta- he was tackled by someone who's kind of like saved the like, day. Yeah. Bum, yeah, yeah, yeah. bum rushed him. He got away. They then found him. They brought him in unharmed. Of course. Why kill him, right? And not even, he didn't even have a, well, he had a scratch. He looked like he was scratched by a cat on his arm. It looked, and, and that I was think, probably from him hiding in the bushes and no, shit. No, that was from bull tackling him. Oh. From that the, wasn't even from, that wasn't even from the cops. He got a $2 million bill. How you kill four people and get a $2 million bill? That's crazy. That's crazy. I thought that was a rumor, but it was true. When I heard that this morning on the he Today Show, people, he yo. killed four people and got a $2 million bill. At a Waffle House where they just chilling, eating. And coincidentally, all the people that he killed was minorities. Yeah. So it was so much protest in regards to the the, the um the bill. They revoked the bill until tomorrow, of course, when he has a bill hearing. Here's my point. Who gets a bill hearing the day after you kill somebody? That's crazy. <clears throat> Nima. Two days after you kill somebody? That's crazy. That's crazy. Oh, my God. That's so crazy. I don't get it. Yo, I don't get it. Nah, racism doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. What do you call that? Like someone who just goes into a spot. Young boy just got shot 17 times in the back, didn't have a gun on him. In the back. 17 times. 17 times. Like it's, 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 just, it's, it's just baffling. Like people don't, don't see the how crazy and how excessive the force is like that's un- it's unnecessary it's unnecessary a, 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 a black police officer uh, tweeted he was called to a scene of someone shooting he was out with a flashlight looking for the stray bullets he got a call over his over his speaker mm-hmm. that th- a call came in of a suspect in the neighborhood dressed in cop clothes with a flashlight 
prowling the area. Talking about him? Talking about him. Wow. Dressed in cop, cop clothes. clothes. <laughs> oh, he can't be a cop. Like, who, who, it's not even Halloween. Who just has a cop uniform that's not like, <laughs> doesn't make any sense. It's April. Somebody, somebody's troll. Something's happening. Something's happening. Last but certainly not least. Oh, uh, you know, my condolences to the family of the people that were killed in the Waffle House so situation. Crazy, he they got all a, young, too. They were all young. They were probably alcohol coming from going out somewhere. You know, that's the move down south. They go to the Waffle House. Yeah. They open 24 hours. Yeah. That's Can you imagine waking up? Your child it's is dead. It's probably like spring fling. They probably, you know what I mean, went to a concert. Your, your, your child just got murdered, and you hear on the news that he get, he's getting a $2 million bill. Because nah. Nah. remember, it's only, 10, what is it, 15%? Yeah. Remember the other white guy that killed up the people in the church? Remember how they didn't even shackle him they when they pulled him, him to in? Burger King or some shit, right? Didn't they go to him get some eat? Yeah. Okay. That actually gave him a, a, a vest. They put a vest on him. But last and certainly not least, this is the last story of the day that got me. Florida teen. A Florida teenager makes a racist prom proposal sign. So if you guys don't know what prom proposal is, it's this big thing now where you ask someone to go out. It's like elaborate go, way of asking correct. For a, a potential date. Do you want to go on So prom? some people do like a poster board. Some yeah. people do like a whole skit. It just depends on how yeah. elaborate you want to go, right? Correct. So this teen in Florida thought it would be a good idea to make a poster board. Okay. It, it asks his girlfriend. Yeah. Right? So this is what he says. If I were black, I would be picking cotton, but I'm not, so I'm picking you for prom. It's not even funny. Like, if you're gonna be racist, at least be funny. Like, this shit is so stupid. Huh? Like, this is so stupid. And then she put it up on her Snapchat. Like, oh my God. Something, somebody's trolling us, yo. Like, this is just, this is all happened this weekend. This all happened this week. Oh, so I'm the, sorry. Not to mention the Penn State incident that I tagged you in. Saw that. And then it was another fraternity. That we did, we're doing a hazing process, and during the like the probate or something like that, they had to take like a pledge to always hate niggers and shit. Bruh, those are those are those those are those frats that have been around forever. It was like an engineering frat or some shit like that. That's just. But my question about the team prom thing: Do you think they're going to let him still go to prom? Probably. We're in Florida. He'll probably win homecoming king or prom king. I'm, I can't. I can't. It's just like too much. Yeah, it's a lot. It's too much. It's too much. So, so basically, that is. I hope this is. This probably won't be the last time that we have these stories. But I just thought that it was so much back to back that I couldn't help but talk about it. That's crazy. So I, I agree with you. Something's up. Yeah, there's gotta be. Some, you mean my inner conspiracy. conspiracy? There's something going on. It's too much. Yeah, it's right? a lot. That's a lot. That's crazy. Can we, just, can we bring up the, the mood a little bit? Cause it's making we can. Angry. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> so what we about to do really quick is we're about to go to a quick break, and our guest just arrived. So when he come, when we come back, we will have him in. Um, but right now we have a really cool song coming up. This is Schoolboy Q. Oh. I love this song, right? Uh, with collard greens, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Ree, right here on What A Ice. We will be right back. Yeah, stay tuned. Everybody, it's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on Water Ice Radio. Yeah. And that was actually Meek with Dreams and Nightmares. We actually just saw that Meek got to ring the bell at the Sixers game. Yep. So it's also it's just a good night for Philly. It's a good night for Water Ice Radio because our guest just got here. He's in the building. Yep. He is Mr. Chef Millie from Philly. Mm-hmm. He's here. 
He is from uh, Hell's Kitchen season 14 and actually 17 as well for the All-Star cast. Yeah, yeah. He was top four in the um, season 12, correct? Season 14. Season 14, I'm sorry, season 14. Mm -hmm. So we are just happy to have him in the, billy, in the building tonight. So shout out to Chef Millie yeah. to everybody. Hey, what up, what up, what up, what up? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're the it's first guest. Right? Yeah. Got that, right? <laughs> How you feeling, man? I'm good, man. I'm yeah. good. I'm chilling, man. That's what's up. Yeah, but no, look. So let me get the uh, credits right. Go ahead. So yeah, it was season 14, yeah, 14. season 17, The Hell's Kitchen. Top four on both of them. Ooh. And then I was the first person to uh, get a black jacket on season wow. 17. Nice, wow. yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. What, does that, what yeah. does that black jacket actually mean to people that don't know? Um, it, It's basically said to uh, them from the rest. Okay. Yeah, like if you if, if you don't make it to the black jacket, like you really didn't even really make it nowhere. Wow. Like at least make it to the black jacket. You yeah. feel me? So gotcha. then that way, um, that's when there's no more teams. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you now there's us like against each other. Each other, right? So it's a couple black jackets. It, it ain't just like two or three black jackets. It's a couple. So now, you know, let's just see what it is. Yeah. Even though we have individual challenges, yeah. you know, through the competition, but that black jacket—that's when everybody just, you know, go for themselves. How was that experience being on the show? Oh man, it's crazy, man. Like, um, I did that kind of stuff in restaurants my whole career, okay. being okay. a young boy. You feel me? Yeah. Like, like we were just like competition, anything. Right. Competition, pulling a case of potatoes. Competition, uh, see who cooking the fastest tonight. Okay. See who's gonna be perfect tonight. Like, right. see who cook with their left hand tonight. Oh, like, that's <laughs> how you. I mean, that's how you build. Like, yeah. that's yeah, how you we, get better. You're doing some better, crazy right? Shit. Yeah. So let's take it back really quick because I know that experience had to be amazing. But before Hell's Kitchen, mm -hmm. how did you actually become Chef Millie? Oh, man, uh, that journey was crazy. So what happened was I always cooked. Okay. No matter what happened, like no matter what period of time was going on in my life, I always cooked. Yeah. And it was crazy. So I... Um, I stopped cooking. Mm -hmm. uh, I went to jail for a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, I was cooking and then you know, I went to jail for something I did in high school, mm -hmm. you know? Meek Mill situation. Right. Okay. Real rap. Meek Mill situation. I got a two-year probation when I was 18 years old. Wow. And then uh, really, you know, not knowing no better, I didn't go see my probation officer. Mm -hmm. I was working across the street at the Marriott. So didn't even go see my probation officer. I didn't get no another charges, no another case. Okay. But when they caught up to me, it was you didn't go see your probation officer. So I was like, cool. So I did the whole little. My, I brought all my pay stubs. Yeah. My whole like you working, you doing yeah, right. The job was there. Right. The kids why, yeah. was there the whole nine. Right. Yeah. Go Still. to jail. Wow. For how long, if you don't mind me asking? I went to jail, uh, she said six to 12 months, but then she denied uh, three months, denied six months, and then my, um, whatever they call it, a little social worker that worked at the jail, mm -hmm. she said, she's gonna max you out. So you're just gonna do the whole 12, don't wow. even put the paperwork Whoa. in. So this is real. So people, is not not true situation, but like people think like, oh, they making an example of Meek because Oh, no, 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 no. So what I'm about, I'm gonna tell you the exact numbers. The exact numbers was seven years probation and a year and a half in what? jail on a two-year probation when I was 18. One charge my whole life. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. It's cra I advise everybody don't take the deal. Don't take the probation deal. Fight it. Yeah. Take the jail time. Wow. Take the jail. You might as well go ahead and take the jail time. So well, that's a whole nother story. That's, wow. that's crazy. <laughs> so you get out. Yeah, yeah, I get out. So I get out. I was mad. You feel me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was mad a little bit, but I still cooked in the crib. And I'm like, I'm in the crib. You know, I'm chilling or whatever, uh, doing whatever I need to do. 
But um, so I'm in the crib still, like uh, marinating leg of lamb with great poupon, <laughs> like, <laughs> like experimenting, like, like telling my boys to come, come on over, yeah. man. I got, at, at one point, I had like uh, ten controllers to my Xbox, so we could play five on five, two K sitting in the yeah. living room, grub, so, yeah, like and just chilling. So I always cook. So at one point, I just was like, man, no, nah, I'm gonna go ahead and go back cooking. Okay. You feel me? I'm gonna just go ahead and go back cooking and um, got in a couple situations where I had to uh, pick and choose, you yeah. know, what I want to do. So I was like, I'm gonna go ahead and cook. But if I go to cook, I still gotta get on, you know, uh, the street and go to King of Pressure and be able to buy sneaks <laughs> as soon as I walk yeah. in the bar. You feel me? So I can't just go back to cook. Like I gotta go back and I gotta be able to create the same lifestyle that my son was living. Right. You feel me? He was a kid, but he had PlayStation, right. he had sneaks and all that, whatever, blah blah blah. And he didn't know that I was doing, but so that type of pressure put the pressure on me to go hard. Yeah. Like right. so, I went hard, came. I went and started working at Relish, you know, shout out to the Bynum brothers. They nice. gave me my sh first shot getting back into the kitchen. That's awesome. Yeah, they didn't know what was, they didn't know what you it was. You responsible for that mac and cheese at Relish? Oh, uh, man. <laughs> 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 no, listen, but, but, uh, yeah, I got, I got, that's, yeah, I got a lot of, I got a lot of influence on that. Nice. You know, how, how, how to make sure it's 100 every time. That was my first station. Mm -hmm. That was my first station, and it was a nemesis. Okay. It was a nemesis, and it was my first station when I got to Relish, but they didn't understand that um, I had worked in Center City when I was a kid for so long, mm -hmm. so now that I'm working at Relish, I know, like, technical, you know, what part of chicken is what, and blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah, and, like, you know, how to cook. So they didn't understand that. So when I uh, actually came in and I really knew how to cook, they was like, wow. So I really, I worked a lot there. I, like, yeah. I worked a lot there, and they really forced me to pick, you know, go ahead, I'm work. Right. So I worked and I kept working, you know, trying to chase a lot of hours, make a lot of money. And then I got an opportunity to go to Center City, back to Center City, but on a way higher end, mm -hmm. on a high end at Table 31 at uh, the Comcast building. They uh, gave somebody that I knew a challenge mm -hmm. and they said, if y'all can get somebody in here to last for three months, you know, you make $200. Right. They said, oh, I got somebody. <laughs> <laughs> they knew the right person yeah, to call. Yeah, yeah, so they called me, boom, I went down there. And then I, you know, I stayed there and I worked and uh, I did good and I was doing real good. So I decided to go to culinary school. Mm -hmm. But at the time, um, at the time I didn't have no uh, high school diploma. Wow. I ain't had no high school diploma. So I'm like 29 years old, 30 okay. years old. I ain't had no high school diploma. So I really ain't know how to, I didn't even know like the art institute was like an actual like college. Like yeah, institute. Right, right, right. I just think I'm going to cooking school, right? Yeah. So somebody give me the advice. They say, yo, bro, if you go down there, right, they're going to give you a packet and tell you what to bring back to get in the school. Yeah. I was like, all right, let me go down there. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> so, so, so I go down there. I go down there to give me the packet. I come back, boom. Here it is. One of the one of the uh, qualifications say I need a high school diploma. Mm -hmm. So uh, you know, um, I buy a high school diploma. Purchase, one hundred percent. Wow. Purchase a high school diploma and get into the art institute. But you know, come to find out, uh, I had missed some qualification things that you that happened when you were in high school, like mm -hmm. some paperwork that you signed when you really trying to get into college and yeah, all that. Okay. I had missed some of those things, so I wasn't eligible for financial aid. Okay. Wow. All right, cool, that's fine. So, but what happened was, I had all, I started, like I was there for like two or three weeks, so I had all of the books and all of that stuff. So I said, all right, cool. I'm gonna stop watching TV. Like, what what can I do? I watch sports and I'm in the sports. Uh, you know, I'm social, mm -hmm. you know, I'm into my career. Which one could I actually cut out? And I was like, I could cut out TV. So I cut out TV and I start reading the curriculum mm -hmm. as if I was in school. 
So I, I really like like real rap. Like put a um, I put an air bed in my living room. My room was comfortable. I had a uh, recliner in my room with the big screen TV. So you made yourself uncomfortable. Made myself uncomfortable and then do the boringest thing that you could ever do. Read books. That's real. So I'm waking up in the middle of the night. I'm waking up in the middle of the night. I'm uncomfortable. And I'm just sitting there and I'm reading these books and I'm reading all kinds of stuff. I'm talking about like really going down to the library and I'm getting old cookbooks. I'm one I'm trying to figure out why, you know, uh stuff like Collard Green stood the test of time and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I'm reading it. So overall it sounds like you self taught yourself. Yeah, self taught, chef taught though. Okay. Chef taught because I paid attention. I paid okay. a whole lot of attention. I paid a whole lot. I'm talking about Mr. Hung taught me how to cook rice when I was 18 years old. I cooked this rice the same way today. He had the most PTO time I ever seen. He was the hardest worker I had ever seen. So he taught me the right way how to do those things. So some people actually taught me like how to do the right things. And then just to fast forward, I know we're going to get into all that. Mm-hmm. One time, Ramsey, he had asked me, you know, one of those situations on 14, people thought I would break down and all that. Mm-hmm. He asked me, he was like, yo, bro, he was like, what is the block? Like, what's up with you? He said, I see like a half a second. I can see that you could go faster if you really wanted to. Mm-hmm. He said, what's the block? And I was like, I really don't even know mm-hmm. if what I'm doing is right. Mm-hmm. I just been practicing all this time. Like, I don't even really know if it's right. I'm like, just doing it. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 like sometimes, like I would practice searing scallops with a hot pan with cold oil, mm-hmm. cold pan, pour some hot oil. Like I would just like go through all of these different variations and see what one would give me the best sear. Mm-hmm. So now I'm up there with the big boys on TV and I'm mm-hmm. really, listen, don't get it twisted. When it get down to the la- the, the like uh, first four that's gone, yeah. the re- like after the first four or five that's gone, yeah. oh no, it's get busy time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them boys, they know what they talking they know what about they doing, yeah. and they know what they doing. So that's pressure at that point. Man, listen, when you sitting around and, you, and everybody can watch the show, when you sitting around, when I'm sitting there, I really ain't talk too much because they sitting there talking about all of the stuff, all of the internet stuff, all of the chef talk, Terms all of the yeah, jargon, all yeah. of the who do this, right. where at, boom boom, and I'm just sitting there watching it, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, man, I don't know what the, <laughs> none of it, I don't know what they talk about, I don't know none of them people, yeah. like you feel me? Yeah. So like, I, I'm like, all I really know how to do is actually cook, yeah. and I've cooked a lot of different food, and yeah. I've cooked a lot of different places, and I've always been the best one there. Yeah. So. Coming to Hell's Kitchen, I'm kind of have nothing to lose. Yeah, yeah. Coming to Hell's Kitchen, I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna tear their ass up, right? Like, pure <laughs> point blank, I'm gonna tear. As, especially going back to what you're talking about, how like you're always just competitive within the kitchen over everything, right? Be, being on a stage where it's actually a competition, you're like, let's go. No, yeah, and that's what yeah. it was. My friend, one of my best cook friends, we cook. I'm talking about some of the best food nights, like some of the best grinds, some of the best ever. He called me and said, "Yo, bro." You really gotta go hard. He said, I know you and I know you confident, mm-hmm. but you're gonna have to go hard. He said, it might be some people like us in other states, right. bro. Mm-hmm. Inspiration, yeah. You hey. feel me? And I went. <laughs> yeah. So that was like, that? That was during the taping? No, that was uh, right before I went. Right before you yeah, went. Yeah, when you go. Just go in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, when you go, you're done. So we're gonna take a quick break, um, but when we come back, we're gonna actually get into that. Like, how did you get on Hell's Kitchen? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. who pushed you to kind of sort of do it? Did yeah. you think that was really it was really gonna happen? <laughs> Do you remember getting the call? Like, uh, 
I, I remember. And we're going right. to talk about the future. Yeah, because you know, I, I'm impressed because, you know, I've heard some really good things from watching some videos. Um, Chef Ramsey, he like, yeah. really, really, <laughs> he really, really, yeah, he fucks yeah, with you. for yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, so we're going to get into that a little bit. And um, real quick, uh, Nima, I don't even know what's up next. What's up next? Now it's cool, boy. Yeah, 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 Green. Yeah, yeah. All right, everybody. So our playlist, we like to... Um, Put some songs together, okay. Uh, oh. According to okay. the guests we have, okay. so we put the, some food. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we had brown sugar earlier. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's collard greens. So now it's collard greens. Yeah. All right, everybody, it's your girl Lauren Ree right here with Ice Radio. We will be right back with Chef Millie. Chef in the building. Millie, and we are back, Lauren Ree live with Ice Radio. Yeah. Chef Millie in the building. Chef Millie know. from Philly, giving us a little brief history and how he got started. Real and, quick, what uh, part of Philly are you from? Yeah, what part? Oh man, they all clean. <laughs> I'm a uh, I'm a I'm I'm a project of Philadelphia. There you okay. go. You feel me? Because uh, past young 301 West Queen Lane, okay. North Philly, in between Blumberg and Diamond Street projects. You feel me? So You're like, all over. Yeah, I'm no, over. yeah. And, and then like wherever I went, you know, wherever I went, 11th and Alney, I was up there for a couple of years. Yeah. Up the Northeast for a couple of years. You know, I ain't got. I don't mind making friends. Like, gotcha. like, yeah, that's what's up. That's what so that's why we just Chef Millie from Philly. Keep it simple. You want to go in, Jeff? Yeah, that's you. Okay, so let's get right into how the Hell's Kitchen thing came about. Oh, yeah. So uh, I was sitting in uh, Galaxy Galaxy Lounge. That was the first one. Galaxy Lounge up there on Rising Sun in Germantown. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting at a table. Boom. In the middle of the day, I get an email. And the email asked me, yo, you want to come to this casting call? We casting for Hell's Kitchen. So I'm like... Yeah. Yeah, why not? Ooh, right? So, like, <laughs> right. so I, I hit it. So then come to find out what happened was they dropped it on Instagram and uh, so many people added my page to oh, it. okay. That they emailed me and asked me to come down. Cool. That's love. Yeah, no, yeah. that was it was that and that's that's just how it happened. Yeah. You know I mean? So I'm I'm so I go down and um I go down and I get my number. Mm-hmm. No, it's like how many, like a oh, ton of people? 1,500 people. Wow. So they calling the numbers. So they calling the numbers. So I'm, I peep the rotation of the numbers. Yeah. So I call my people. So I'm like, yo, I ain't going to get caught. I ain't going to get caught. I'm going to miss it. I'm seeing, I'm watching them slow down. Like, right. I'm not going to make the cut, you know, blah, yeah, blah, blah. It's like an all day thing. Yeah, right? You're just yeah. waiting. Yeah, I'm just sitting there waiting. So then I start uh, migrating, you know, bad, they call them this, they call them this. So I wind up getting to like seeing where they actually calling them into the room at. Mm. So I'm standing there, main man, come out the door and say, who next? Everybody turns around and look at each other. I'm next. Literally, they sitting over there at the door. I'm standing off. That's crazy. I'm next. Yeah. Walk right in the room. Er, you hesitate? They, I'm talking about everybody, I, but I am the person that if we pull up to the stop sign together, yeah. no, you don't got to give me no nod, no I'm nothing. Out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You> gotta, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got this one. We hit the stop sign like together. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry everybody about it. Around. You, you like, it. I'm not waiting I'm no going. more. Oh, yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that I am that person. So I walk Dang, in. can you imagine being like, damn, I hesitated. No, and then, no, no, no. And that's why I say they 
I'm still, I look exactly the same. Uh-huh. I, I probably had on phone positive jeans and a chef jacket yeah. the same way. So they, they probably still remember that. Yeah. Like, like, yo, yeah. Wayne Mary walked in. So I went in and then they asked me, you know, they was like, how are you in the kitchen? So I went to stand up and the girl was like, uh, you can sit down. And I was like, what you mean? I was like, you asked me how I am in the kitchen. <laughs> I was like, I ain't never sat down in the kitchen. Like, right. I sit down. So then they started looking at me funny. So then boom, I go through the motions, you know, standing up in this situation. So I'm like, listen, you know, in all actuality, um, you know, I, I was working for myself. So I was like, I got to open up my store, you know, uh, this and the other. I was like, so uh, can y'all get with me? You know, y'all got all of the information, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> y'all get back to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I got two I got two iPhones sitting yeah. on the table. You feel me? Did they make you cook something right there? No. Okay, no. they just were interviewing yeah, you. Yeah, it was just an interview. Like a personality yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, personality thing. Uh, and so, and, and right then and there, you know, they start, um, I seen the talent agents, the actual talent agents, like, start pointing and stuff like that. So then, boom, they, uh, they gave me, like, another little card. And then I walked out, and then I got another email, and then it was like, come up to New York wow. this time. And then it was my first time ever going to New York. I had Whoa. never been in New York before. Wow. <laughs> like, That's wild. Was like, that like, another audition process? Yeah, another audition process, uh, green screen type situation. Okay. Can you dance? Wow. Can you sing? Like, like, it has a, nothing to do with Yeah, <laughs> like, nothing to it's, do with it's for the It's for the audience to see if they could, like, like yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you know, uh, filling out all of the application and all that. And then, then they ask you, you know, come to LA. Now come to LA wow. and talk to us and let's see what's going on with you and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I went out LA, boom, you know, and uh, I guess they liked me. Uh, you know, he was part of the whole situation, my son. Mm-hmm. Um, like that whole thing, you wow. feel me? They, man, they clever. So when, when, when did you, you actually- clever in Hollywood. When did you actually no. like start cooking? Like on the when show? You, when you walk in the door that first day. Wow. That's why. So wild. they don't even know if you can really cook technically. It's real. Wow. That's, <laughs> that, that, okay, I'm that threw me for a little yeah, bit. Because yeah, yeah, I was yeah. thinking they may make, sure, make you make something. Real. Wow. It's re- get busy. Let's go. Straight wow. like that in your street clothes. So now let me hip y'all to something. So before that, mm-hmm. they put us all in the room mm-hmm. with our street clothes on. Mm-hmm. And they took us all out of the room. Instructors don't talk to nobody. Go in the room, look at each other, don't talk to nobody. Took us out the room. I get voted most likely to get sent home first. <laughs> really? <laughs> you feel me? Wow. But if they was being observant, yeah. they should have been like, yo, we here chefs and we make money off cooking food or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Damn, he got on retro drawers. Even though they said no labels, he still fly. Yeah. Like, he making money off cooking food. Yeah. So he might right. cook. They, ain't, they wasn't observing at all. Wow. At all. So, one thing I noticed about, I mean, they labeled it reality TV, but yeah. you are still actually physically cooking and doing stuff like that. Yeah. I think well, these the cooking shows I think are one of the most actually realist yeah, reality absolutely. shows, right? Oh no, it ain't nothing you can do. <laughs> it ain't nothing. If, they, if if you set a fire, right? Oh yeah, it's time to put that on TV. Right? Yeah. We gonna show that you on you are you damn near on fire. Wow. So <laughs> they don't care nothing about Keep that. It rolling. So they do. Keep it rolling. They kind of do a lot of confessional portions yeah, of it yeah. where they ask you so they're asking you those questions about like other people on your team and stuff like yeah. that oh, yeah, and what real. i've noticed from some of your confessionals is that you always stay even kill like look i'm here to cook like i don't got time to talk <laughs> yeah. about it. so how did, did they ever kind of come back to you and be like 
we need you to say something different or they coaching you to no 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 they don't coach you they really let you be who you are okay and then they you know they find out who chef millie is because sometimes you know i'm gonna keep it a bean right i'm gonna keep it a bean but you know most of like like no, one time it was weird. Uh, why Clef was there? They tried to get me to talk to Why Clef, Lauren Hill said, like, I ain't getting into that. Whoa. Like you bugging, like, like bringing up stuff from '98. Like, like you're bugging, and I ain't getting into that at Whoa. all. Like I just shook, it, I shook Why Clef hands yeah, just now. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm not, right. I'm not even getting into that. So right. you know, and that, that's just real. And then you know, and the, I am who I am. Right. Ain't nobody on the streets never went back to nobody and said Millie told me. Right. Nice. <laughs> so it's still the same person. But that's good. Um. My other question about the show was when you're a uh, chef Ramsey, everyone talks about Chef Ramsey like he's so mean yeah, and he yeah, cussing yeah. everybody out. Um, is that really his temperament? No, it's crazy. He on gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so like, you better keep up, boy. You better he keep seem, He up. seems like someone who's like just oh, moving. Man, I'm talking about he could cut time out of life, bro. Wow. Like literally like like that. Like that's what it is. He don't waste no time. He yeah. has no time to waste. That's why he is who he is, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about it's the most beautiful thing you'll ever see. Because like if you with him, like if y'all in the group, mm -hmm. he's gonna be the leader. Yeah. Okay. And and no worries. Right. Like, Cause he boom, 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 boom. He's gonna analyze everything. And you look at it, we it's sixteen of us, two people on East Station. Yeah. We backing each other up. We fucking up. Two people on East Station, mm -hmm. sixteen of us, and we fucking up and he controlling all of us. Wow. So mm. you do the math. You right. Feel like God damn. I kinda wanna I wanna touch on um just the scene in Philly. Yeah. Um what, what's like a big misconception about the Philly food scene that you think is probably like the biggest thing? Oh man, um, the biggest misconception is that the food uh, that's cooked in the neighborhoods mm -hmm. is a different quality of the food that's cooked in Center City. Hmm. Let's, let's talk on that. Let's talk <laughs> on that. Speak one. on that. Preach yeah, on that for yeah, a second. Because I'm glad you said that because like some of my favorite spots be like the little hole in wall spots. No, listen, like, bro. Yeah. Uh, Chef James, right? He got a lot of uh, like different little spots. He was on, uh, he was our sous chef on Hell's Kitchen. He got a lot of different little spots in Jersey, right? James Avery. Mm -hmm. He told me, Millie, don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. Go back home, mm -hmm. cook food. You know, because like I said, they yeah. all sitting around talking about this big boom, that blah, right. blah, blah. So I ain't, you know, when it come around to me, I can't say I don't want to talk about it. Right. So they say like, Millie, what you doing when you get back home? We all sitting around talking and I'm like, well, you know, I'm working on this little joint in the hood, blah, 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 blah. So James Avery was like, yo, don't worry about it. If you cook the food properly, like they're gonna come and you ain't gotta worry about nothing. You just cook the It'll food speak properly. It'll for itself. You right. feel me? So yeah. I know people mm -hmm. that have restaurants in Center City mm -hmm. that I speak to every day at Restaurant Depot when I'm buying my food and they're buying their food and they're going to their restaurant cooking yeah. it in Center and, City and, and I'm and going- And me 250 of You feel me? <laughs> yeah. Like, so, so at the end of the day, that's the biggest misconception, and if we would, um, if we would stop uh, trying to, uh, what is it, convince mm -hmm. the cooks in the hood mm -hmm. that they are not worth the top quality money, mm. that's, that's like real. stop, yeah, 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 like stop. It's not cool, y'all. Yeah. It's not cool. Like these boys waking up and then now they subjected to having to wash the dishes, mm -hmm. take the order, and try to cook the quality food in order to be able to be at the same, you know, um, uh, profit margin, or still mm -hmm. nowhere near as any restaurant in Center City. Mm -hmm. And then it's already, it's clicked just like that. So that's why I did a lot of things in my career and in the hood 
where I didn't take no discounts. You feel yeah. me? And I um I kind of pushed everybody knew it. Yeah. Everybody knew that uh, a salmon uh, entree, um, uh, other known as try to be called a platter, from Chef Millie mm -hmm. is gonna run you. Period. Point. The same one. If you go to this other bar, but you go get it from Chef Millie, it's gonna run you. It's yeah. gonna run you up. And some of them boxes that I was selling would come and be $45. You come in there and get a pasta and you want uh, shrimp and lobster and blah, blah, blah. All right, cool. Yeah. $45. Right. I know I spent $45 in here. That's cool, too. Because <laughs> <laughs> somebody I, else. Most of the time, I sell out gonna be every bomb, day. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. now all I'm doing, all you're doing is saving it for a customer. So right. I will say this. I, I appreciate that. And I've seen some of the places that you've, you've sold your food and stuff like that. And most people will be like, oh, he got lobster mac and cheese. But this is at a club or a lounge or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I appreciate you bringing that type of cuisine to those places mm -hmm. because they think they have to go to the R2Ls or the. But, but, but when, you, when you break it down, Friday's got music, liquor, and food. Warm Daddy's got music, liquor, and food. Galaxy Live got music, liquor, and food. That's right. what I'm and saying. hookah. Right. And who right. Right. <laughs> right. people are gonna be there. Yeah. Like like Galaxy Live, I mean Galaxy West, food, mm. liquor, and music. Yeah. Right. TVs, you know. So I'm talking to everybody. I'm talking to everybody and sure. I'm talking to the Muslims too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How y'all go to dinner party at Warm Daddy's mm -hmm. and dinner party at Relish, but then say you're not coming to Galaxy Live. Mm-hmm. They don't make no sense. Because they don't want to give that. They, they claim wow. it. Yeah, that's, that's y'all, though. So, I, uh, so you did you have another question about the Philly scene? Yeah, I just have one more. Um, so, on the on the contrary, what do you think is the best thing about the Philly scene, uh, the Philly food scene? Oh, the competition. Yeah. The competition. Oh, man. We, we, Philly's we, such a competitive city oh, within my, itself. Yeah, no, but it, it, when I talk about, like, uh, the food, mm. the food got to be good. Yeah. Like, it got to oh, be good. That's true. That's it. Like, like, I'm that's talking true. About, I just some, talked to somebody about that. And yeah. there's so many places. Like, there's when so I, many. I'm talking about, like, I'm talking about, you've been living in Philly all your life. I could drop, I could drop one on y'all right now that y'all ain't been to. I could guarantee it. Yeah. You yeah. see what I'm saying? And there's just so many places. So that's the best thing about uh, the Philly food scene that is so competitive, that is so competitive that a Philly line cook like me can go on TV mm. with all these graduates from Johnson and Wells and all of these fine mm. dining chefs and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And Chef Ramsey noticed that he tan their ass up. Yeah. He, tan, he ain't never, no, this is the best part. He ain't never even seen that shit before. <laughs> That's the first it. time. He just asked these, he just asked them. Yeah. He had enough heart to ask everybody, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and the motherfucker say, well, Millie, it cooked like lobster. It's like the poor man lobster. And I say, oh, all right, cool. Done. And then get busy. Right. And then he got to sit there and really judge a dish that he heard me say I've never, never. even seen before in my fucking life. That that speaks for the competitive. I feel like that's probably it. where the respect comes from. No, right? yeah, 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 for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to take a quick break, but yeah. when we come back, I, I have a question for you, Neil. Y'all might be mad at me about asking this question, but you asked something about the Philly food scene, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm a big foodie, right? Yeah. So, so I got Hector's a big foodie. Yeah. I gotta talk to you about some of these places in the wait times. <laughs> Why I gotta wait so long to get my food? <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, right? <laughs> yeah. Is it? I'll just get back to it when I get when I when we come back on. Oh, All right. Man. So here's your girl Lauren <laughs> right here on What Ice Radio. We'll be right back with Chef Millie. Chef from Millie. Millie. We are back, everybody. It's your girl Lauren right here on What Ice Radio. And again, we have Chef Millie from Philly in the building who is dropping gems on us right now behind the scenes. 
And I have a question yeah. about Patty Translator, everybody. No, I'm not trying to be, <laughs> I'm not trying to be petty, right? Yeah, uh, but you know but what? I think you're gonna, you're gonna talk for a lot of people out there. Who yes, the I had a conversation over the weekend with someone about you know supporting the restaurants in our in our neighborhoods yeah. and you know liking the food and stuff. Yeah. But you know what's up with the wait time? Like why is it always gotta be an hour thirty for my platter? And then maybe when I get there, they like, oh, we out of we out of greens. Like, yo, like, couldn't you tell me that 30 minutes ago when I was waiting for my stuff? But what I'm what what I'm really getting at is, do you think it's a is something in regards to being like trained on a line in cooking versus someone's just actually out here making platters? No, yeah, yeah, it's 100 a big giant difference. <laughs> okay, because um, a lot of people can cook. I know right. a lot of people that can cook, but. Mm-hmm. Under no, 10 like, minutes, you feel me? Like, under 10 minutes, under 18 minutes. Like, you never, like, that's what you start with in the very beginning of working in the restaurant. Advertisers, under 10 minutes to 12 minutes. You know, 12 minutes, somebody barking at you. Right, you right, okay. So, like, uh, yeah, like, an uh, entree is 18 minutes. At 25 minutes, you about to lose your job. Right. Okay. So, at the end of the day, when, um, when, when some people know how to cook, you know, they cook the food and the food is good, but then uh, they got to um, figure out... And that's, that's what it is. I don't care if you worked in a restaurant. I don't care if you've never been trained in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Learn how to get the food out faster. Right. Like, it, it's not cool. You feel me? It's not cool. People spending hard-earned money, and they trying to really get in and out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, get the food out fast. When I was uh, adding in all actuality to everybody out there, you would actually make more money. Yeah. You would make more money because then now people will have, you know, confidence that they're going to get their food faster. Right. Amen For today. one. And people yeah. leave quicker than more people come. And then more people. So, yeah. yeah so, you actually sell more food. Absolutely. Is it okay to run out of something? Uh, Yeah. It's okay to run out of something, but not on a consistent basis. Okay. At, at literally the second time you run out of it, at the same time you double. The second time, right? Like the, the you, after the second time, you double and then you adjust. Mm-hmm. But you can't put it on the customer. You gotta put it on you. Mm. You gotta put it on you. It's you can't gems. put it on the yeah. Yeah, you feel me? yeah. yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, do you take that mentality um, when you have someone cook like you know in your restaurants, people cooking for you, the people that are on your line? Do you share that same thing? Like you said, twelve minutes for apps, eighteen. Oh yeah, same yeah, thing. yeah. And that's what like that's what it is like. Our uh, Alfredo, our Alfredo, when I, when, when I had Playhouse and all that, Playhouse, yeah. we could get Alfredo, a, a shrimp Alfredo literally was eight to ten minutes. Mm. Mm. Like, and if you didn't have nothing else to cook, you might get crazy. You feel me? Right. And right. pump that joint out in five. Like, okay. like so like, um, you know, everything, <laughs> when I'm building the kitchen, mm-hmm. when I'm building the kitchen, I'm building the food in arm's reach, you know, mm. so then that way you can move, like, boom, turn around, grab the food, throw it in, boom, boom, you got your oil right there, to put the oil in the pocket, the pan, you know, like, and, 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 you know, you just, it become muscle memory. Mm-hmm. So, someone coming to you, if like, if I came up to you off the street, I, I, I've never had culinary experience or anything, but I wanted to work in one of your kitchens. Are you willing to take those type of people in who are, are willing to learn, but they like to they like to cook? Yeah, uh, but those people need to realize that uh, it's some people out here like me mm-hmm. that actually worked for free. Okay. I worked for free. It's some people out here like Matt Connell. Matt Connell was in the Art Institute, and he could have got fired from Table 31 mm-hmm. and didn't get a paycheck for 90 days. Wow. Mm-hmm. How you get fired? You don't even get no paycheck. Right. You feel me? So, like... We wasn't giving him no money though. Right. You're a 19 year old kid 
from the Poconos, going to the Art Institute, you about to get on the line, we about to show you how to get busy for real, for real. Right. right. So we ain't paying you nothing. So that's what that's the difference between, uh, I'm sorry to say, you come to my face and you tell me I ain't working for free. Cool, we'll find somebody else. You feel me? Because at the end of the day, I'm not asking, and I'm not really asking you to work for free. I need to see the effort first, the hunger, right? like, and that's all it is. Mm-hmm. And we call it stage. Like you stage in French restaurants, and you have to come in, and they will put you to the test. You, they will ask you to come in at six a.m., and then I dare you to ask what time you leave. Right. Mm. You don't. You don't dare ask what time you leave, and you go hard the whole time. Food industry is serious, man. No, no, it's crazy, bro. Yeah. Especially in Philly. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm talking about you could lose your job like that. Oh yeah. Like fast. So, so like that's why I say like them, them, them boys on uh, Hell's Kitchen, you feel me? Yeah. They might never had been in a situation where they might have lost their job right, right. for no reason, right. like for no reason, and that's that's just how I always work. I'm curious, like, um, with, with any creative, like, like an artist or whatever, I'm always yeah. curious on how they get inspired. Like, what inspires you to, you know, to make, um, you know, certain things or whatever? Like, where do you get your inspiration from? Oh man, this 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 an easy one. The people. Mm-hmm. What they complain about, mm-hmm. what they complain okay. about, what the American classics was, mm-hmm. what the Japanese classics was, what the Chinese classics was, what the favorites was. What, what, what was the favorite? Like, what I did a 21 shrimp in a basket at Galaxy West mm-hmm. on some hood ish. Yeah. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But it's on a whole nother level. Okay. Like, you see what I'm saying? So, like, Put sometimes. Your own twist to it. Yeah, so sometimes, but I'll, I'll stick to, you know, the tradition. Mm-hmm. But then I'll stick to the tradition and then I'll find, you know, certain little ways to tweak it. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to still stay to the tradition. And there's really the people, like, what are the people talking about? What do the people want to eat? Yeah. Like, what, 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 what? Mm-hmm. And then I just sit there and I think about it. And then I make sure that uh, I touch everybody, you know, with the dish. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like, and that, when I tell you that's crazy, because if you look at it, the caterer, he know you, he know to bring you the food nine o'clock on Wednesday. Chick stuffed chicken breast. Mm-hmm. I gotta sit there and I gotta think about a dish that's going you and you going like. Right. And I ain't even talk to y'all. Wow. <laughs> like, it's wow. So yeah, so you gotta do a lot of research and you gotta be out there talking to the people. You gotta know what's going on. That's dope. So I I want to kind of sort of know you know that inspires you, but what also do you have moments where you don't feel like cooking? No. Sometimes people say, like, when they, when, <laughs> well, no, people say, up, like, let's go, like, like no. they go home and they don't want to cook, like, no. like for themselves or their family and stuff no. like that. Like, I, I just read that someone's like, the one don't trust them to- boys, <laughs> don't trust them, them boys, that, them boys that say they chefs and be like, I cook all day, and I don't, I don't feel like cooking. Cook. Don't trust them. Nah. <laughs> don't trust them. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about. I'm talking about on my uh, on my bio of Hell's Kitchen season 14. I said, man, I'm here to do what I do every day, and I don't let nobody do nothing wrong around me. Period. Point blank. Like and that. that's that's you too. Right. Yeah. I'm in the we in the crib. And you, you about to do some goofy shit. I I don't want to eat that. <laughs> like, you know, like, nah, I'll pass. Like, like, Let and, me uh, excuse and, me. And, and, and you know, and in all actuality, I'm think I'm probably like uh, three or four in. You feel me? Yeah. Chicks that didn't know how to cook. I'm about in to put, LA street. I'm about to put you on the spot a little bit, if you don't mind. 
do you have any like guilty pleasures as far as like food? like yeah like fast food chains or anything like that? Oh boy. Any guilty pleasures? Boy, the lady at McDonald's for the second street knew. No, she knew the order. Like she knew the order. Like yeah. no, it's bad, bro. Yeah, that's funny. And I, Cause I worked at McDonald's when I was like eighteen. Okay. okay. So I know like. You know, I know they potatoes. You feel me? And right. I, you know, I know, I know, I was a manager at McDonald's, uh-huh. so I'm cool with it. And I know like little different little dumb stuff, like you know, like like uh, uh when to bring quarter, the apple pies out, yeah, yeah, like a <laughs> little, little double quarter pounder with Big Mac sauce, like yeah. you feel me? Like uh, ultimate Big Mac, like right. like stuff like that. So no, it was uh, it was McDonald's like bad. Like I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you on because some people are like, oh my palate's changed. No, blah, oh blah. my god, strawberry milkshake. That's it. <laughs> like some people know, like some people know, like. Yo, if bro drinking a strawberry milkshake, you know, like uh, something might be because anytime I sip a strawberry milkshake, I'm happy. That's funny. <laughs> I love it. I read on red. one of your bios that you actually liked one of your favorite dishes, hot dogs. Oh man, <laughs> I just told that story today. You feel me? I just told that story today. Who makes the best hot dogs in Philly? Oh, uh, right now the best hot dogs in Philly is. Um, it was, they had a little joint down there where they had them lobster rolls at. They had some custom hot dogs down there. But really, for real, for real, for me, the best hot dogs, I like them to cook them myself. Like, okay. I, you know, like I really like the the, uh, the Philly style Franks yeah. that they got at the market. Yeah. Like, but I go through them though. Like, I'll get some Philly styles one time. I'll get some Hebrew nationals this time. I'm a like, Hebrew nationals. Like, so I move around, you know, it all depends okay. on how I feel. Yeah. But um, yeah, that, that that's a crazy story about uh, hot dogs. Like, I was like, <laughs> did he really just say his favorite thing? No, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. And then I meet, like, I met people that learn, how, like, learn how to make hot like dogs, gourmet and yeah, stuff like, like that. Like, it's, it's crazy. Oh, man, no, yeah, gourmet <laughs> hot dog, gourmet hot dog. I'm about dog to say, in like other cities, like their hot dog carts and oh, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I always do that. You always sure. do that. For yeah, you? I always okay. do that. I That's hit Chicago dope. one time. Had to get a hot dog, like. First thought, you feel me? New York gotta get a hot dog. Like, yeah. and that, that's just what it is. It's perfect meal. That's definitely it. So we're gonna take another break, but when we get back, we want to know what's coming up next for you. Oh yeah, yeah I want to yeah. definitely know where uh, we can get some of Chef Millie's cuisine. You already know. Even though they them forty five dollar platters, I'm mm. there for it. Right? <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it. All right, everybody, it's your girl Lauren Ray right here with Ice Radio. We will be right back to wrap it up with Chef Millie from Philly. Yep. And we're back, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What a Ice Radio. And again, we have Chef Millie from Philly here. That's right. In the building. Yeah. Great interview right now. And we are about to wrap it up. But, yeah. uh, Jay, you had I just had, question. I'm just curious. I mean, um, as far as, like, traveling, what's a place, a uh, location that you want to go to because of the food? Oh, man. I, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but no, it's friend. But maybe, like, first, like, first, to be honest with you, I want to go to Thailand. Okay. Like, I want to go to Thailand because I seen the uh, line cook, uh-huh. and in front of his station, he had, like, 20 different dry spices. Whoa. So it was, like, crazy, like, like how you playing like that. You right, feel me? right, right. Like, how you playing like that because them dry spices burn and, like, like just the flavors. But then when you think about it, like, it's so dry there, like, yeah. they figured it out. Yeah, and, yeah, you yeah, know, right. so like that's one of the places. Like, so I want to go there, and then uh, from there, I probably like, like, like just you know, traveling like Brazil. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. go down there and you know, get into the uh, you know, rivers and get into the fish, and you know, like really cook, like, boom, straight out the uh, river, pull like, out like with your hand, some, other, put it on. some other fish, yeah. you feel me? Mm-hmm. And then and then bang it up. And, uh, so, like, those places. But like Rome and mm-hmm. Italy, like the classic places, yeah. I want to go there too. Uh, of course, you know, um, 
I want to go to Africa mm-hmm. and I want to cook in Africa because like I did it. I did a technique one time that I didn't know was an African technique. Oh wow! Yeah, so it, it, it's like it's like those places like you really almost like gotta go. Yeah. To like right. like I, I'm you know I'm I, I need more levels. You feel me? Sure. So of like course, those definitely. are the places like those are the places that you really like have to go to like really Master start yeah to get it. So. Absolutely. I love it. So as we're wrapping this up, we have to know like what do you have coming up next? Oh man, uh, so I'm doing a lot of events now. Okay. I created a, a painting with a twist, paint with an extra twist with Taki from uh, Philadelphia. Nice. So yeah, we doing that. And, uh, so I have paint with a twist coming up uh, Saturday before Mother's Day, and okay. that's gonna be in Delaware. May okay. 12th. Yeah, yeah, May 12th in Delaware on Market Street. So we're gonna do that, and then I have a Mother's Day dinner in Philadelphia wow. on May 13th, that? and that's gonna be at the Trolley Car Cafe. Right there on uh, Drive. Kelly Drive. Yeah, right Kelly there. Drive. Yep. Yeah, right there. You know, off the water they got. They just built a brand. No, listen, right. They just built a brand new facility. I know the people there. You know, mm-hmm. we're great friends. So, uh, in all actuality, I probably had a first dinner that they have in this brand new facility. Wow. It's like overlooking the water. Is and it all a preset that. menu? Yeah, it's going to be a preset menu, nice. but I will have options. And then I just did this new dish uh, yesterday for the kids uh, at the library. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's gonna yeah that's gonna be an option on this menu because this this dish is amazing. Like it it was amazing. It's literally like uh, all organic into it's all organic Mm -hmm. because you can still use organic shrimp and chicken. So you could just either be like all organic, but then once you remove the uh, shrimp and the chicken, it's literally vegan. Organic, wow. and there then you, you can add yep. uh, pan seared tofu or portobello or whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. and, and just go ahead and add the protein right there. Nice. How so, can people get yeah, tickets yeah, to uh, the Mother's Day dinner, or do they have to do a reservation? Oh, no, no, no. The, uh, <clears throat> all events will be on Eventbrite on Monday. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So right now I got an Eventbrite for uh, Hell's Kitchen Takeover in Fort Myers. That's nice. uh, May the third. Yeah. So that's May the third. So you know, in Miami, Fort Lauderdale area, I will be out there for the weekend after the third. You know, um, you know, I'm yeah. Chef I'm Millie. Hit me up. <laughs> when's the When's the book coming out? Oh man, the book will be out. Man, the book will be out. I'll probably drop the book when I'm 40. Right. Probably, yeah, yeah. That probably be my OG. You got a great story, man. Yeah, that probably be my OG though. move. Yeah. Book, book too. Huh? Cookbook too? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, it's gonna be time. Okay. It's gonna be time because I'm gonna move forward one day. Okay. So like, even though I had passed like a lot of recipes down to my son and a lot of uh, people, young kids that I know like cared a little bit. Yeah. And then I could go to the bars that they cook at and I know the food good. Can your son cook? Oh, no, yeah, he could cook. I, yeah. I put him up against anybody. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, he, he 19 years old and he got yeah. seven years cooking experience. Like literally like, uh, he been cooking chicken, yeah. pan searing uh, chicken breast for seven years. Yeah. So he, he got the touch. That's or it, even if he don't uh, care about cooking, mm-hmm. or even if he don't have a passion for cooking, he still knows balance. So he can actually teach cooking nice. and he can cook. I love it. There you go. Mm-hmm. So where can I actually get a Chef Millie dish from? Oh man, go to 52nd Street. Go to 52nd and Market. Yeah, go to 52nd and Market, Galaxy West. Uh, we got custom spring rolls and we got like 20 flavors of wings in there. Yeah, we, you yeah, had me yeah, at yeah, 20 yeah, flavors yeah, of wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we got custom spring rolls like jerk chicken and cabbage, and they come with uh, uh, Caribbean rice and peas. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, like, we got uh, salmon and spinach uh, spring roll, but then we still got lobster spring roll, shrimp spring roll, crab spring roll, Philly cheese. This is where you get roll. the famous lobster mac and cheese? Well, no, we got a, uh, a seafood mac and cheese seafood spring roll there. We got seafood mac and cheese spring roll there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, so that's the concept there. That's wings and rolls. Yeah, okay. That's wings and rolls. So, so I've been, I've been market, dropped, yeah, Galaxy yeah. West. Definitely, we're gonna have to make a make a make no, a yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a vibe. Have a business being over there. So. Right, yeah, right. It's definitely For a vibe. Sure. Um, 
Anything else? Where can the people find you on, like, Instagram and stuff oh, like yeah, that? Oh, yeah, Chef Millie everywhere. You know, <laughs> just put in Chef Millie uh, if you go to Instagram or uh, Facebook, mm. anything like that. I don't have a Snapchat. Okay. Uh, it's, I, it's okay. You got it. Facebook. You Yeah, all of that stuff, you know, it's just uh, Chef Millie. It, and, that's it. Any TV appearances? Uh, No, no TV appearances coming up right now. I am doing a lot of work, and then, uh, you know, after you do house kitchen, there's a little contract. Yeah, they hold on. Ramsey. Yeah, you feel me? They hold on for a little bit I because the show move around the world. Right. So oh. like, uh, it went off in America. So now it's on in London. Okay. okay. So now it's gonna move around the world. So people still hit me up about uh, fourteen. That's amazing. So yeah, no, it's crazy. So one That's last amazing. thing before we close out. Yeah. I saw you do something crazy last Thanksgiving on Fox Twenty Nine. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. You deep fry yeah, yeah. a turkey when yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. did the crumbs with. Cheetos. Yeah, with Cheetos. No, in that, in that. Oh, oh man. Listen, listen. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I ain't gonna lie. I was like, come on, Chef Million. No, it wasn't me, though. It, it was like a hot me. Cheeto. No, that, no, no, it wasn't me, though. That's not me. It's a trend. Okay. And that's what it was. So, Good Morning America, so the chef did it on there. Yeah. So, it was a trend. That's what it was. Uh, so, now the trend okay. was the Hot Cheetos turkey of that year. You know, you know what they do. Yeah. yeah. They, they put this viral. They put that viral. Yeah. So, that was a trend. So, what I did was I did the Hot Cheetos turkey, but then I deep fried it. Yes. Most people just did it right. regular. So, I deep fried it. it. Boom. <sighs> I stepped it up that level. And then I uh, <laughs> I did the stuffing. I did jalapeno Cheetos yes. for the stuffing. Really? And then I put regular Cheetos on the mac and cheese. I saw that. So, like, if y'all want Play, that we awesome play. Amazing. You feel me? Like, <laughs> like, if we're going to play, we're going to play. Yeah. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I just tagged you on something the other day. Last question. Are you supposed to wash your meat before you cook it? Uh, no. No? <laughs> no, no. Chicken, you can rinse your chicken off. But steaks. <laughs> no. like. Huh? No, it ain't no reason. There's no reason to wash, like, uh, steaks off. What you could do is you could pat it with a paper towel. Okay. Pat it with a paper towel, get the excess blood off of it, if that's what you want to do. But then in all actuality, once you cook the steak and then you lock and seal all of the juices and you cut it open, that is just cooked the blood. There you go. I don't know what y'all running from. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was a little little Instagram thing yeah. going on. Like, huh? You supposed to do that? Whatever. Mm-mm. But we have to say thank you again for coming to the show. We really appreciate you being here. Your story is amazing. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Um, definitely for sure. It. Definitely inspirational. Um, and make sure you guys, if you weren't able to hear the show tonight on uh, TuneIn, make sure you check out the show. It's going to be on our YouTube page. Mm-hmm. And also, shout out to Newsstand Associates in Philadelphia. It will be on all the newsstands, yep. um, about 50 plus in the area. So you'll be able to see the um, the recap of this interview. Oh, yep. wow. Yep. All right. So next week, we'll be- we're back, right? Yeah. I don't know who's next week. I, I can't know. keep it's, up anymore. It, it is May. It oh, is May. yeah, it's May. All right, we got a whole new lineup for you guys in May. Uh, we got a lot of good guests coming through, so make sure you guys stay tuned. Make sure you guys are downloading the free TuneIn app and make sure you are listening to Water Ice Radio yes. 24-7. We have all our shows there on lock and also music as well. Make sure you are listening to all the shows on Water Ice Radio. Shout out to the Drop Night Show and also Mike Beyond, Where It Is A New Black. Mm-hmm. And we will be back next Tuesday, everybody, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time right here on Water Ice Radio. And never forget, not all superheroes wear capes, but sometimes, sometimes they, they wear, wear headphones. headphones. Peace, everybody. Peace.